They have, uh, in, the, in the Vedic uh, universe, there's a subject they don't really like to talk about, which is the caste system, but it's definitely part of this. But they kind of like, some people don't like to talk about this because uh, it's like racism, right? No, 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 we're not racist. But it's definitely part of their system, and I completely understand. Then they have their own explanations, but in my experience, I've met such people that their situation and their uh, context or karma, if we can say, is so bad, so hard, and they're possessed by something so uh, heavy, that to be in their presence takes you down. There is nothing you can do to help them. There's nothing you can do. It's like that's their karma. They're in some form of hell, which is operating with you but at a different frequency and you cannot really do much for them you cannot change their circumstances the level of debt is so deep so intense so hard and if you get caught in their whirlpool of uh, please help you will get sucked and you'll have nothing because uh, it's not designed for, to be helped it's designed to go through this for a certain amount of time and that's life so and you don't want to associate yourself because it takes you down it's as simple as that now, it doesn't mean you can't appreciate the person or love them or help, but your help is minimal. You cannot, I cannot change your situation. I've done, I've tried. And it's not the person is not sincere. Some people are assholes. No, I met, I'm, ta I'm talking about, you cannot. It's such a, such a uh, hard condition, but that person would appreciate that you uh, appreciate them, that you don't judge them and that they can feel that you love them and that you can see beyond that this they receive and uh, then they leave you alone <laughs> meaning they come get this and they move on but that's also once they accept their situation life is complex man so I've met some uh, such people and I met them uh, for over many years, when I was a little more gullible and a little more immature, and that's when I saw, oh wow, I'm going to drown. And it's not because uh, I'm insufficient, it's because it's not designed not to drown, it's drowning, it's, that's what it is. And I learned a lot from those exchanges and uh, it's not all people are like this that are necessarily good people. That means 
kind-hearted. Some there's always pricks everywhere, and there's always kind people everywhere, the, irrespe irrespective of what we call their karma or circumstances. And then as I got older and clearer, and I better understood that person's condition and their disease, and I saw her stories, and our relationship evolved. I evolved. My path continued. I went more on it, and her path evolved. She went more on it. But there would be junctures where uh, there was meetings, if we can say. Sometimes she would just literally knock on the door. But then she, when I was no longer so uh, innocent, she would not uh, stay bare staying with me. She would just say, hi, and I knew what she was coming for. And she'd always give me a little gift and uh, she'd move on. She, she, we knew. We, I had learned, that's why I said we, we had a, uh, a special relationship because we met at junctures before her path unwind and my unwind. And it's like, well, so um, opposite. It's special to see. And of course she had a guru. And if it was not for this uh, bubble to which she's holding on to and to which she's receiving also something, I don't know what would happen. I don't think she could survive, let's be honest. So that is, uh, I don't know if you can say keeping her afloat because she's drowning, but in her drowning is keeping her afloat. <laughs> it's complex life so uh, I saw that and I understood I'm like okay uh, so when this guru was doing this he was talking, reaching such people and he was giving these people this kind of uh, palliative medicine and uh, it was necessary otherwise how would, could she bear what she's going through impossible not with the sensitivity that she had it would be impossible. But there she is. And no amount of praying is changing anything. But because these, this is the circumstance. Now who's to say how it would be if that was not the statue and whatever it represents was not there? I don't know. Or maybe it would be better. <laughs> who knows? Life is really complex and... Uh, To, to see a global picture is uh, hard to describe and uh, the picture can always have more texture and more variables but it's complex and uh, I'm glad I learned and uh, I to, for me to have met her was a, a blessing it's funny to say isn't it she was my teacher not as she as a teacher would be but just because of our relationship also she was a woman and uh, women are she has a powerful womb and although it was uh, twisted and upside down i managed to learn otherwise it would have sucked me dry <laughs> so, and i learned a lot from her and uh, she had also such a sensitivity that is very rare and could appreciate a, a part of me that very few people 
knew. So we both at some point kind of, uh, I don't know how to say, I don't want to say validated each other, but saw each other. Independently of the storyline on the outside. And then an appreciation of like, oh, that's your storyline. And it's like, oh, damn, that's your storyline. And that's kind of how the dynamic goes now. And he's not coming with me, and I can't go with him. But the, the relation is there, but this is, so now how do we, what's the dance between those positions? So whatever she was doing, she understood, she, uh, she, she understood. And then there's this ritualistic affair. But I don't care for, I don't need what you're giving me. <laughs> but I understood what it meant for her. It's okay, I'm going to give you something and I need attention. Because it appeases me. And then I would take her little gift and put it in the kitchen. It's not necessarily pretty, but... Uh, it came from her and I knew what it was for. So then it was there for some time and it made, every time I take a piss, I think of her for a fraction. So it's just, it creates a, a bridge. Until it, that uh, 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 ornament had finished its uh, purpose. That uh, uh, gateway was over. So then I would get rid of it. It was, we had finished this uh, round. But one thing is for sure, there's two sides to the pendulum. And another thing is for sure, uh, that the woman had a very, 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 very strong power operating in her. That was, we can say, somewhat taken hostage but it was also convenient for her because she refused to take any responsibility of that power. She refused to learn how to tame that power. She didn't want to have nothing to do with it. So, if you don't want to take responsibility for the power that God has given you, some other agency is going to use you and take you to some extreme. And when you're in one extreme, the other extreme lives by the very nature of it. If you're a horrible devil, the so-called amazing angel lives there also. And when you, that extreme expires, guess where you're going? To the other one. That's why I say what I say about uh, it's easy to judge. It's like, no, it's a state of mind. State of minds have two poles, always. So when it's expressing itself on one pole, why do you applaud it? And when it's expressing on itself on the other pole, why do you boo it? What's the real state of mind and what's the state of mind in the first place if it's not a technology of some sort to draw energy? So suddenly then that becomes clear. State of mind is by its very nature to take energy. So now it's going to take energy by doing things of merit or taking attention energy by doing things that are unmeritous. But the state of mind remains the same. And that person is bound to that state of mind or that entity, is a slave to it, a prisoner of it, a devotee of it, depends on how you want to look at it. And there's a, there's a contract. And what is that contract really for? So because, well, because I know what I know, and these are my experiences, I can see her, I'm like, well, you know, dear uh, 
I see you, but uh, this is just because you don't want to deal with the power. You don't want to learn. You don't want to take responsibility for that power that has been given to you and have to learn to perfect yourself in that way. That's really hard. And to go from extreme to the next, in a way, it's a trip. And those, there are people whose minds are very complex and very experienced. We can talk about this at another point in time of the evolution of the so-called mind itself, but there are some people who have worked their minds for a very long time and they know in the, the very narrow of a life, it seems they're stupid. No, 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 no. They're consciously creating the required alchemy and the required extreme to set up the next number of lives where they can have what they want. But you need to create a certain kind of intensity and extreme and squeeze nature in a particular way to be able to stimulate the mind so that it wants, 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 wants something so that you know that that seed is there and it's going to be it's like, a, it's like a slingshot. It's just setting itself up for that destiny. I saw it. I saw the mechanics of it. It's fucking awesome. But a person who knows how to do that, they don't necessarily consciously know that they're doing this. There's mechanisms that do that. But there are people who are uh, sorcerers or witches. They know what they're doing. They're not, ne they're not necessarily conscious anymore. But it doesn't matter. She's doing that. I'm like, you're doing that. Oh, you want to do that. You're setting up. You're setting yourself up for that fantasy that you really want to manifest. But now you need to brew and harbor resentment. And all those dark emotions that stimulate in you the lust for that glory. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. The mind is fascinating. It's fucking awesome. The machine of it, it's so fucking awesome. It's so fucking awesome. I don't know, I could just repeat that. That should be a mantra. It's so fucking awesome. It's so fucking awesome. It's so precise. It's so organic in its fucking nature. It's so perfect. There's like no flaw to it. You can't, any, everything is accounted for. It's like the absolute crucible of chemistry at its highest like precision level. It's just so fucking amazing. For whatever I've witnessed thus far, and it just gets more, it's like infinite number of pieces. And there's an order to it. it depending on what you understand, you can see it as chaos. It's like, nah, it's perfectly, perfectly, perfectly in order. It's like infinite number of pieces, how they all come together perfectly and create infinite numbers of storyline coexisting at the same time, infinitely weaved together, yet not. And that this evolves in time. That's why it's my dude, man. That's why God is my dude. Because I don't know how he does it. And I'd like to know. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I don't know. Ain't nothing else awesome like that. You people want to talk to me about an iPhone. You know what's cool about an iPhone? God made it. That's the only thing I care about the iPhone. 
It's like, imagine God made the iPhone. He had to create over thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of years the mind to refine itself so that it's insane enough to want to make an iPhone. Now that's cool. That is cool. If we want to talk about an iPhone, that's what I talk about. The iPhone itself, well, I have to make myself come at the surface, listen to scientists who don't really know what they're talking about, that pretend that they do because they had got alien technology and they pretend they understand how it works and then I'm like, you don't understand how this works. This is magic. This is pure witchcraft of Kali Yuga. They don't know what they're talking about so it bores me. Then I have to really make myself like so fucking narrow. You're like, then you're like, wow, this is so fascinating. You're like a robot. Wow, amazing. But it takes two seconds, gotta break their signs and say, that's not what you're really saying. You're like saying, I gotta expand it because it's so boring. It's like so void of anything. Sorry, tangent closed. Back to the karmas. Uh, well, I can say I study karma. Karma is essentially the wheel of life. I'm studying life. And I love to discover how it works and to witness it, witness it in my life and what lives of the people outside of myself. It's, in ways, it's cool to age because I get to see the, uh, the unwinding of karma itself, like I can test of that's what I understood, then 10 years later you see it, you're like, I get it. Then you study the ancients and how they used to study karma. Now I like to study how they studied it, I don't care what they say because I like to figure it out for myself. But I like to study their technologies to study karma. That's fucking cool, they're insane. How the hell they do that? I like, I like to see how, because today our scientists are starting, started studying karma also. Genetics this is the very heart of studying karma. If we can, and material science, we can adjust chemistry and do what we want. But this, uh, this mind of studying, of having control over nature, but let's say it was there 5,000 years ago, it was just use, using a different approach, which was not so dense or materialistic, so to speak. It was more mental, which is also a form of matter, just more subtle. It's all so fascinating to see Nothing's changing, it's always the same, just more dense. And all of that is coherent. And that's what I love about, that's what appeases me and that's what I, that makes me love what you call God is the coherence, like wow, you're just everywhere. And I just can see this much, almost nothing. But I can't say that it wouldn't be fair for what I've received. But from whatever I see, wow, dude. Imagine tomorrow. <laughs> so cool tomorrow. Then you got to go through the process of being able to receive more, which is, uh, can be uncomfortable, but whatever the fuck. Who cares? You're like uncomfortable for two minutes for something that's uh, priceless and unfathomable. I'm like, this is a great deal. And this uncomfort also ensure a life and smoothness and health and sanity. And I'm like, it's a very good deal to go in the, in the dishwasher. <laughs> dishwasher it is. I ain't got a problem with that. I've accepted it. You know, sometimes the dishwasher is like on very intense because it's a really dirty place. That's a tough one. 
Nobody really enjoys this, but it's a lesson. Like, let's make sure we don't have to be that dirty again. But the point of what I'm trying to say is that that's, a, for me, I think, uh, I hope I'm getting this across. I think I, I am. It's like, well, this is a real experience for me, and I love this. I, I cannot, this is uh, God for me. And uh, this is what makes my, my, uh, me a devotee. I have an experience. It's real. It's a, and I can study with my, with my mind and don't think I'm not a geek. Like, I'm a fucking geek, obviously. But this is for the pleasure of my own mind satisfaction. Right? Like, it likes food. Here, have some cookies. But I don't care for the cookies. It cares. It gets its cookies. And uh, you have as much as you want of this. But me, I all get to also experience it for myself. And that's why I... I've, that's my devotion to this. Me. Because life without this is no life. It's pointless. And it seems you're in hell. And there's no order. What kind of life is there if this if there's no order? That's impossible, number one. So, but you have to experience the order. You have to discover it. You can't just say it's there while your whole life is a symptom of the disorder. Remember, this is happening in your own life. Forget your ideologies. It's all disorder. So you're incoherent. Well, I suffer if I'm incoherent. I must be coherent. And uh, this power or this God is the one that makes you coherent. He shows you your reality and their reality at a deeper level where the pieces fit more together. So it's like, oh, okay, I don't have to remove anything. Ah, they can just come together. Oh, yoga. Ah, union. Put pieces together, not eliminate everything and have nothing. Except idea. This is why God is my God. And God never tells me this is bad. You shouldn't do or you should do. He says, well, you should study where you are and the consequences of your actions. If you do this action, it creates suffer. Now, instead of trying to do the opposite action, perhaps you should discover why you're doing this action. There must be an intelligence, and there is. The reason you're doing this is because you're sick. Not because you're bad or there's something wrong with you. There's a disease. We can fix the disease, have medicine. Now, when we fix the disease, that kind of behavior is no longer necessary. So you don't do it. You don't have to do the opposite either. Do the good action or the bad action. You can just proceed. This is a lovely God. And uh, I will never accept any other God that uh, says, uh, that put me in his creation and then make me suffer and then says you have to be the opposite because this is bad. So this is a crazy God. I've had enough of crazy gods. And serving the crazy gods. I don't care how righteous that God is. It's not for me anymore. I'm like, good luck. I have no problem with nobody, really. <laughs> if I can be of service to you, I will. You want water? I bring water. We have water. But that's it. And then I continue.
Thank you for watching Jayan TV. For more premium content on living spirituality, subscribe to the channel now. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of Jayan's videos.